As business aviation pilots and passengers return to the skies, what new normal should they expect to find at their local FBO? From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for business aviation news. By now, we're all too familiar with the sweeping changes to our lives from the COVID-19 pandemic. Many of us now wear face masks whenever we're out in public, and we're sure to stand at least six feet apart in line to enter our local grocery store. For those who haven't visited an FBO lately, as flight operations were idled by the crisis, you may be surprised to find these and other new social distancing procedures there as well. To detail some of these changes, I'm pleased to welcome Reggie Nichols, General Manager and Safety Director at National Jets at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport in Florida, and Jesse Rowden, General Manager of Cutter Aviation at New Mexico's Albuquerque International Sunport and a member of NBAA Schedulers and Dispatchers Committee. Jesse, what will pilots and their passengers, who perhaps haven't visited Qatar over the past few months, now find when they enter your facility? So there are several things that are going to be very noticeable to people. Uh, the first thing is going to be our masks. I kind of got a feeling in the beginning that the mask thing was coming. So as I like to say, I am like Moana. I, uh, I am self-taught. I decided to learn how to make masks for the employees, and I made those to ensure that we had a couple for everyone. Now, for New Mexico, that has become mandatory, so all of our staff is going to be with a face covering anytime that they are dealing with any of our clients. Um, anytime there's a client in the building, you will see our folks masked up. We also had a mandate that we put up face shields and face guards around our customer service desk. Our girls decided that they were going to have a little bit of fun with that, and they decided to make it into a fish tank. And I let them because, you know, it's a change for everybody. It's different. It feels weird. It sounds weird. You have a hard time hearing everyone. You're hearing yourself echo back. So we decided to let them have a good time with that. Sounds like a neat way to add some humor to an unusual and even scary situation. So you have fishes lining this tank and everything? We do. And then one of our customers decided to have a little bit of fun with it. And they, they labeled it the shark tank. So um, we, we have been having a good time with that. Now, behind the scenes... Our crew cars are still still available. They are disinfected each and every time they are used. Someone goes out. We have been able to get together with one of our local suppliers who has deemed us essential because we do handle so many of those medical flights. And we're able to get the hospital-grade germicidal bleach, which has been fantastic. So everything is disinfected every time they're in use. There are some things that maybe have disappointed some of our clients, but most of them have been understanding. We are only able uh, allowed to have two folks in our, our shuttle van at, at a time, and neither of those folks are able to sit themselves in the front seat. They have to sit behind the driver. The driver has to be masked. The driver has to be gloved. We can only have gloves on as we're handling bags or personal belongings. And then as soon as that, that shuttle van comes back, it has to be disinfected before the next group of people can go out. Again, most people have been very understanding. We have had some that maybe have had a little bit more of a tight schedule between their flights than, than they would have liked. And, and they feel like we've put them behind. But we would rather be safe than sorry every time. The other change that we have is we have now locked our pilot's lounge 
If we have someone that needs to get into the pilot's lounge, they simply need to ask for a key. And the reason being, again, just so that we are aware of what traffic is going in and out of that area. And when someone is coming out of that area, we are able to immediately go in and disinfect the entire area before the next person goes in. Reggie, are the changes Jesse describes similar to what you've implemented at National Jets? Yes, we do not have the uh, face shields at the counter, so we don't have our own little fish tank, or shark tank, I should say, Jesse. Broward County has been operating under a mandatory uh, face covering ordinance since April, so anyone that is in a public place, including obviously the essential workplaces, are required to wear face coverings. So that is something that we have uh, been working under since shortly after this pandemic took off. We have constantly been participating in industry webinars on a weekly basis. We are constantly on conference calls with our local government, our local business leader groups in order to stay abreast of what's transpiring countywide and to determine the steps we should do to protect our guests and employees. Uh, Those staff coming into work, with what we do, sometimes it's hard to maintain that social distancing. So when we are not say, working an arrival or departure. We encourage and make sure that they are maintaining uh, social distancing as much as possible. They are to wear their mask when walking through our public areas of the building. And again, while assisting our arrivals and departures. Like Jesse, we removed high-touch items, remote controls, newspapers, uh, magazines. Uh, We provided additional sanitizing stations for our guests. We are currently looking into the new technology that can measure body temperatures from a distance to help ensure our staff and visitors are safe. We want to maintain that environment, but we deal with a different group of customers than what most businesses do. And so we just want to try to maintain the safest environment that we can for our staff and our visitors. How have your customers responded to these changes? Well, Rob, the biggest uh, disappointment that we've been made aware of from our customers is that we took away the candy bow. That's, uh, they they really miss that. Of course, some of them say that they're kind of glad that we did take it away because it makes it easier for them. But outside of that, our staff, our customers, and our guests have really responded positively to the steps. I think that it has gone a long way for them to not just verbally being told, but they see what we're doing and and they understand that it is for their protection. They're concerned just like everybody else is. And so nobody wants to risk becoming ill. The illness is serious and I think that they appreciate the steps we've taken and, and the work we continue to do to protect them. Jesse, what kind of responses have you seen from pilots and passengers at your facility? Well, like Reggie, uh, one of the biggest things that we have heard is the lack of brownies. Uh, one of the things that we have here for everybody, and, and it's been here for years, is, is a brownie bowl. Homemade brownies every single day, and that is the one thing that they said, oh man, you gotta be kidding me. So that was a very big disappointment for folks. We're trying to make sure that everything is the way that they need it to be so that they are are comfortable and confident. We want them to know that, that we're doing everything we can. One of the biggest things that we as a staff are struggling with is the face coverings because I keep hearing from my guest services folks as well as my line services folks. I'm smiling and I don't know if they know that I'm actually happy to see them. 
we want everyone to know we are so happy to see you and we are so glad that you're back. Um, I'm actually having buttons made that says you may not be able to see it under this mask, but I am smiling and happy to see you. As with many FBOs across the country, you've each had to deal with sharp declines in traffic and fuel sales at your facilities, and you've both had to make some difficult decisions on staffing. Jesse, how did the decline affect Cutter Albuquerque? We were able to work together and come to an agreement where we cut hours. Um, we did have a, a few layoffs across the board, but it was very minimal. Everyone gave a little so that everyone else could stay. And that was really the goal of, of what Cutter was going through to make sure that we were keeping everyone. I came up with a massive project list. I know as soon as they saw the list go on the board, they all went, oh man, what did we do? Um, but there's a huge project list that the folks have been working through and they've been doing a great job with that. A lot of refurbishment things that we maybe hadn't had time to do in the past but are now clean and shiny. They completely have stripped down a lot of the equipment and repainted it and it's looking absolutely beautiful. We were lucky enough to secure the Paycheck Protection Program. So at the moment, we are back to full staff. And I think that that came just at the right time because we are starting to see an increase in our business. Reggie, are you now seeing an uptick as well? We are starting to see increases within the last couple of weeks to our daily inbound traffic and have seen a 57% increase of gallons pumped in the first three weeks of May compared to the first three weeks of April. So we are seeing that increase. Also, National Jets being a well-diversified company, uh, having the only Part 145 MRO on the field, as well as our own one, uh, Part 135 charter and aircraft management, has allowed us to sustain as well to kind of offset any uh, revenue that might have been uh, lost due to the lack of uh, inbound uh, FBO traffic. So that has really been a blessing. I'm glad to hear things appear to be looking up for you both. So, Reggie, what advice do you have for your customers in following these new procedures? And perhaps, what shouldn't they do? The most difficult thing uh, at National Jets is that we receive arrivals from so many other states. Every state kind of has their own protocols and their own mandates. And so uh, they fly into South Florida and they may not be aware that wearing a face covering is mandatory. Social distancing is still recommended uh, when in public places. So most of our guests and pilots are coming to the building wearing face coverings. But we've taken steps to ensure that we have masks at the front counter to hand out to those that may not have them to ensure that they uh, are compliant with the existing order. I think the measures that have been put in place have made a difference. National Jets is a family-owned company. We've been in operation for over 73 years. We've been through the recessions like back in 08. We've worked our way through the aftermath of 9-11 and we have overcome the devastation of some of the biggest hurricanes ever recorded. And every time National Jets has always placed safety as a priority for its guests and employees. So I want them to know that they can continue to expect nothing less than that and that we are there to accommodate them. And we've had uh, some of our customers call in and say, listen, we just want you to marshal us in, throw the chalks, and walk away. And we're okay with that. You know, we're there to serve, and we will serve 
in whatever capacity that they require us to do. And um, we are willing to go above and beyond and, and do what makes them feel comfortable, what makes them feel safe. And the truth of it is, safety is an inconvenience to everybody. And, you know, it's um, one of those things that, uh, those inconveniences that just you just have to be able to endure. You have to adapt to it. And you have to be able to overcome that feeling of being inconvenienced of, you know, it may take an extra three steps to do what took you two. And that's just where we are right now. And so, um, but we are delivering the message that when you come into National Jets, your safety, your well-being is our first priority. Jesse, what advice do you have for customers returning to Cutter who may have been away the past few months? We want people to be, be kind and be understanding. We need people to understand that just because the rules uh, in Texas may be one thing, it's going to be something different in Florida, and it's going to be something different in New Mexico. We're all following different state guidelines and regulations, so what may go in one spot may not go in another spot, and you need to be able to understand and work with your local FBO and understand what they're doing to make sure that they're following the regulations. We handle the majority of any major medical flights that are coming in basically in a four-state area. We are the closest major hospital system for West Texas, for Eastern Arizona, for Southern Colorado. If there's an emergency, those flights are going to be coming into us. And we've made a really concentrated effort to work with our major medical partners to ensure that we know that they're letting us know to use precautions if it is a potential COVID flight. Those COVID flights are going to take precedence. You may see our guys just chalk and walk is what we call it. They'll chalk the airplane, they'll walk away. And we allow the staff to handle those aircraft with the medical crews as well as the ambulance drivers. But that ambulance is going to take precedence over us marshalling an aircraft out. We will hold an aircraft to get that, air, that ambulance to the hospital as quickly as possible because that patient is in dire straits. So there are a few changes that you might see particularly here, particularly in your more rural FBOs or your FBOs that, that are like Albuquerque, where it is, again, the major medical system in a very, very large area. One thing that I wanted to make sure that folks know is that once those medical crews have dealt with that patient, they completely decontaminate themselves before they come into the FBO. Um, that is protocol. We've, we've worked everything out with them. We know exactly what they're doing. And I would really, really encourage everyone, if you see those medical crews that are sitting in and having their lunch in the FBO because they can no longer go to a restaurant, restaurants here aren't open, they can only do curbside, to just stop and say thank you. A lot of these folks have been working for months on end. I know personally crews that have been working for about two and a half months straight without a break, without a day off. Um, and they would really, really appreciate those thank yous. They, they've been working very, very hard to make sure that everyone's taken care of during this pandemic. For the latest information regarding business aviation travel in the COVID-19 environment, including operational guidelines and risk mitigation strategies for flight crews and passengers, visit nbaa.org forward slash coronavirus. 
And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts in the App Store. Wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including by asking Alexa or another connected device, or download them from nbaa.org. I'm Rob Finfrock, and thanks for listening to Flight Plan. Flight Plan.